welcome to the podcast. Every week I'll share leadership thoughts, books I'm reading, or tools I'm using to teach leadership skills. I believe everyone has influence. Every family, school, church, city, country is determined by its capacity for effective leadership. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Leadership Podcast. In these two sessions, last time and this time, we are talking about the impact that Jeff Henderson's book, For, F-O-R, has had on me. And we talked last time about the two questions. One of them you have to answer. The other, your customers are already answering. What are what do we want to be known for? And then the customer answers the question, what are we actually known for? If there's a gap, a huge gap between the answer to those two questions, we got trouble. But the, the less gap there is between the answer to those two questions, boy, the more you have synergy and the more you have a dynamic electric happening in your organization. And one of my favorite sayings in leadership is the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And this book speaks into that, is figuring out what is our main thing? Why do we exist? How do we behave? What do we do? What do we want to be known for? And one of the stories that Jeff Henderson tells is, some of you remember in the summer of 2018, IHOP, International House of Pancakes, said they want to be known for something else other than pancakes. And instead of pancakes, they would now be known as the International House of Burgers, out with the P and in with the B. And they had a really clever logo change, turning the P upside down. And they had a lot of publicity they'd received over this. And for a while, it trended number one on Twitter. And that's the good news. The bad news is that most of the response could be accurately summed up with a tweet sent out from one of their burger competitors, Wendy's. And uh, uh, Wendy's tweeted out, can't wait to try a burger from the place that decided pancakes was too hard. Whew. Um, there, th- th- this, this change was really interesting because one of be known for the place internationally for hamburgers in a world of Wendy's and McDonald's and steak and shakes and etc. is was quite an ambitious undertaking. And hey, no discredit for being ambitious. But before you leap toward that ambition, you better ask yourself the question, what are we known for? Now I'm going to give you a second to answer this question. What do you think International House of Pancakes is known for? Okay, they're known for pancakes. And when you are known for one thing, but you talk about being known for something else, you lose credibility. Now, most likely, as many bad ideas are generated, most likely this idea generated not from a dining room, not from a customer, but from some brilliant boardroom somewhere at the International House of Pancakes headquarters. Because has anyone ever asked you the question, hey, if you want a great hamburger, have you ever gone to the International House of Pancakes to get it? No, I mean, you're going to be asked that question. But as a result, an announcement like that lacks credibility. And when you hurt your brand's credibility, you hurt your brand. And we live in a world that demands immediate results. And it is so easy to fall for the temptation that if we change our logo and we make big announcements, it'll, it'll work. And, and sometimes it does for a while. 
But the challenge is, are you really the place for the greatest hamburgers in the world? Will people come from France to the United States, get off the plane and ask the Uber driver, take me to IHOB? No, it's not going to happen. Buddy the Elf will not walk into IHOB and say, you did it. You created the best hamburger in the world. And Jeff says that, you know, customers are a lot savvier than Buddy the Elf. And so the better play here would have been to let customers announce the change. I always just thought of IHOP for breakfast, Bob said. But one day I went there for lunch and had a hamburger. That's when I thought, this might be the greatest hamburger in the world. And you multiply Bob by hundreds and you're going to be on to something. Because if there are no Bobs, then it comes off as a marketing gimmick. And marketing gimmicks don't last. Brands that chase after them don't last either. Now, we could be wrong. And that's possible. But I think Jeff Henderson is on to something. So here's what to do, and here's what we've done. Is you know, we covered this last year. Max Dupree's book, Leadership is an Art, said the first task of leadership is define reality. And reality has to start with what are we known for? And what do we want to be known for? What do we want to be known for? What are we known for? And closing that gap. And I would say that Jeff Henderson's exercise for your next team meeting is one of those practical exercises you could undertake. In the next team meeting you have, ask these six questions. Ask each team member to identify one of their favorite companies and why it's their favorite. Number two, ask them, what's the one thing that company is known for? Number three, how is that company delivering on their brand promise? Number four, transition the conversation to your organization by asking, what are we known for? And then follow this by asking the question, what do we want to be known for? That's number five. And finish the meeting by identifying gaps between these two questions. And we have not done that yet. We are going to do that this month on our leadership team. Now, the challenge with the sixth item, identifying the gaps, is we often, as insiders, don't see the gaps. We have blinders on. We don't often see because hidden within the confines of our own knowledge and experience is this insider-itis reality. This is... This is uh, Alive and well in so many organizations, it is this malady that affects and afflicts the vision of organizations because we're focusing on insider issues over outsider issues. This is how we've always done it, is, takes precedent over what are we learning from our customers in order to better serve them. And he gives the example that when he worked at Chick-fil-A, he served individual restaurant operators to help build their sales. And one example of this was they would do a, a full one-day marketing makeover. And the primary focus of that day was to see the business from the customer's perspective. And one of the ways they would do that was during lunch, the busiest time of the day for Chick-fil-A, the operators would find themselves behind the counter serving the customer, right? It makes perfect sense. But if we're not careful, he writes, we can find ourselves behind the counter all the time. That's dangerous because we see the business from a place the customer never sees it. 
As a result, we make decisions that are logical to us, but perhaps not logical to the customer. And it's why standing in front of the counter during lunchtime and not behind it can be challenging for a very busy business. We've seen this with one of the networks, one of the television, major television networks, I believe it's CBS has the hidden boss, the undercover boss idea where the boss gets to experience the business undercover. Max Lucado, pastor at Oak Hill Church in San Antonio, Texas, one time dressed up as a homeless person and visited their church. And he said, I saw Oak Hill from a completely different perspective. What's the cure to insider-itis? See things from your customer's perspective. When you see your organization from the customer's perspective, the decisions that seem logical from your perspective aren't as logical now. Not responding to or engaging customers on social media seems logical to a big brand organization because, you know, we're so big. From a customer's perspective, it, it appears that you don't care about people. And wow, that's a whammy. That's why leadership is hard. Because at the end of the day, if you want to be effective as a leader, if you want to be known for something and you, you, you say we are going to die on that hill, you better know what the perception is. You better know what it is you are actually known for. And you had better get from behind the counter during lunchtime. These perceptions are often ones the weak organizations can fail to see because we unknowingly choose product logic over consumer logic. I hope this helps you. The test of leadership is are we willing to go to the rigorous position of accepting hard truths that in this case there's a gap between what do we want to be known for and what are we actually known for? And the only way we'll ever know a qu- the answer to the question, too, is to step out from behind the counter. Until the next time on the Leadership Podcast, this is Charlie McMahon. Thanks for listening. Tune in every week as we continue learning and growing in faith, in life, and leadership. And if this has been helpful to you, subscribe and spread the word. And I will talk to you next week.